Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I am one of your hosts, Emma Wilman. Of course, I co-host with my buddy, the illustrious Matteo Lane. This week, we catch up about stuff going on in L.A., Halifax, Mateo's been all over. I've been posted up in LA. I had some physical ailments. I actually broke a world record, which I truly can't believe. You're going to be as surprised as I am. And I learned that um, Mateo is into watching some stuff at the doctors that I, I didn't I didn't know that about him. Um, so it's a pretty it's a very interesting episode. And as always, we appreciate your time, your energy, and support. Here is another episode of Inside the Closet. Please rate and subscribe. It really helps us out, and we're doing everything we can to kick it up a notch. Thank you, guys. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Um, I have found my light. So if you join us on our Patreon page, you can see us actually recorded talking to each other. And I have found my mic. I want to find my, how do you find, how do I find my light? I I did a photo shoot the other day and the girl, she was like, Emma, find your light. And I did, I was like, eh. You have to go, you have to have, so for me, the best lighting is light directly on my face. And then like I have the window as my light and then my lamp on me too. So it's getting all the creases in here. But everyone's lighting could be different. Yes. I mean, Mariah Carey is lit next to the sun. Um, Actually, my best lighting is in a cave with a candle about 20 feet away from me. Yeah. My my best lighting is in in the dark. Yeah. There's no. My my best lighting is when there's no lighting. Yeah, when it's been dark. I actually broke a world record. Isn't Do, that crazy? Were you at, wait, you... Like a I real world big, record? I had, the biggest, I had the biggest pimple in the entire world. Where? I, it was on my chin. I went to... It was one of those pimples that's like... I'm so jealous was, you popped this without me. No! I couldn't have. It would have popped my whole chin. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, I went into Coenga Med Spa, and they did a cortisone injection. It was Mateo. If I had popped it online, I would have had a viral video. It was, it was awful. Emma, I'm so mad you didn't show me this. I'm sorry. I I do have a picture of it, but it it was still like under. It was like under the roots. You have to put the picture on the Patreon. No, Emma. People will pay good money to see that zit. That's disgusting. I want to see that. Can you please send it to me? Yeah, the pictures aren't like. It, so it was one of those, I, I was like, how, when I went in, first of all, when, have you gone and gotten a cortisone shot before? I've never gotten a cortisone shot. So I don't even well, know what they do. You. Are they steroids? I'm glad that you have not had to, so I've gotten them, when my skin was really bad, I was getting them a lot, but it's basically, I think it's just cortisone, which is like anti-inflammation. And like I have gotten bacteria. a cortisone shot. I have. Was it on, did you get it on a pimple? No, I got it because I was having... Um, an allergic reaction to uh, the octopus that I ate. So they gave me a cortisone oh, shot on top of the prednisone. I'm pretty sure it was cortisone or it was some type of steroid because I, I had inflammation all over my body. My, my whole body was a rash. Right. That's interesting. I wonder if it is the same thing, actually. Um, but, uh, probably. It's, it's Yeah, anti-inflammatory. Yes. Yeah, it, it, so, so when I went in, though, it's like I, ma- I made the appointment online. And then when I went in... It was like obvious what I was in there for. So I went in and the check-in guy was like, hi. And I was like, I'm here for a cortisone shot. But it was like, obviously, I like was a pimple walking in there. Okay, he's be like, realistic. Okay. The size of a quarter, the size of a dime, the size quarter. of a penny. Little smaller than a quarter. It Not was, quite a quarter. And did it have a white head on it? It was like it was like more than one white head. Like, uh, it was like there were like three pimples in the same thing. And I'm so jealous you didn't tell. I'm like, I'm actually mad. My cousins and I fight every Christmas because my cousin it's Brian gro- has, it- he has a zit that keeps reappearing on his back, a black head, and we fight Ugh. over who gets to pop it. And it's literally Ugh. like, like uh, a gusher. I mean, it's like, like old, ye- old yellow. What's that guy, geyser called? I don't remember. Why does he still have the same black head in the same spot? Why doesn't he it get just comes back? Help? It just, it's just a place in his body where it collects and then we all fight for it. You know, I see. I see. I would watch those pimple poppers if it was more blackheads, but they're cysts. Which I think you had a cyst, is what it is. Oh no, it wasn't a cyst. But I've seen. I, I this was like a, 
That's so funny you say that. So I've Googled those and I've seen when they do the cysts, that is so fucking disturbing to me because I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to be popping a cyst. Um, well, they have to cut it and then like. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> okay, do you want to know? I saw my friend has a, a constant buildup of earwax in his ears. And so mm. I went to the doctor with him and they had to like, like scrape out. It looked like just mud falling out of his ears. That did you ask to go with him? Yeah, of course. He, he was right by my apartment, and I was like, "Oh, you're getting shit taken out of your ears. Yeah, I want to come see it." Did how did he explain? He's like, "This is just my friend Mateo. He likes this kind of stuff." Yeah, the, the doctor didn't even like like he wasn't even phased. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, this is my friend Mateo," and he didn't even like look at me. But I was like watching the doctor the whole time and like seeing like what he was doing and like putting the thing in his ear and like pulling it out. And how did what was the thing? Like how did he pull it? It, out? it looked like a, just a really really skinny like a long like sewing needle and then you put it he had like a little eye thing and then he put it in your ear and then he would just like take and like dig out and it would just like it was just like it was like a waterfall <laughs> this is how we're opening you saw up it, so you saw it like pouring so out right now what you saw it pouring out yeah like liquid no like crumble oh my god <laughs> this is so fucking gross now that i'm talking about it it is disgusting i'm sorry for everybody is, that's at home. but you open it up with your pit your i pimple. open it up but here's the thing so those pimple popping YouTube videos or anything, just things are getting popped. Like there's even one where it's like an egg, like egg yolk getting popped. Egg yolk get popped? Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Like it's, I, I think it's called yolking and it's like someone just hovers their fork over an egg yolk and then pops it. There's something relieving about that. They're very popular. Blackhead popping videos are like. They're my favorite. I love watching, but I like it if it's a blackhead, not if it's like. A waterfall of pus. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, I don't like the styes. I don't want to, I want, or a cyst. I want to just see, you know, a blackhead. Does it feel, because it feels like satisfying seeing it getting taken out? Yes. Yeah. You're not alone. Like, I, I think, I, I can relate to that seeing the blackhead getting taken out. But, yeah, the pus, the cyst ones, I hate. So they just took, I don't understand, they took cortisone and shot it into the zit. So this is what, so it's, so in LA, there's all these med spas around. And my cousin told, when I was going to, when I was got Botox, my cousin was like, don't go to a med spa. They like, can, so a lot of them water down and like, don't do, use the right stuff. So I researched it a lot and I went into this one and they, it's a nurse and she brings <gasps> in like a Oh my God, I forgot shot. to have my headphones on. Hold on a second. Oh. The whole time we're talking. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even notice that too. No, I bet you the sound's gonna be fine, but I completely forgot. Fuck. I okay. bet you were fine. Sorry, Land and Tyler. That's oh, okay. Fuck. We'll be good. We'll be good. Don't worry, Emma. Because I noticed all of a sudden I saw like when you were talking, my thing started moving. We got this. Is, we're only um, six and are minutes we, in. Are we we're good. Are we still recording video? Yeah, we're good. We'll just we'll keep this in. This is the way we. This is. Oh, this perfect. is just how we are, Emma. Let's see. And, it's, and it says we're still recording video? Yeah, video is still okay. recording. Want to make sure we get the Patreon, you Patreon guys, your, your visuals. Um, <laughs> so, so I went in and then she, we did like a little consultation. But the whole time it's like, obviously, what the fuck I'm in there for? And she's like, she was like, and where do you want the cortisone shot? And I was like, this giant pimple. She's like, okay, I have to ask. And then I was like, how did I get a pimple so big and she was like it looks really painful um yep and then she was like she said that it was probably i fell asleep with all my makeup on the other day Mm -hmm. so she said it was probably that you just have really sensitive skin i have really sensitive skin and so then she did like three shots and then it went like went down by it like kind of like deflated like within like an hour so if you ever have if you're listening or anyone ever has like a giant pimple they need to get immediately taken care of, you can go get a cortisone shot at the doctor or a med spa. Um, I don't even know if they have med spas in New York. They do. You just got to research the good ones. But while I was in there, they have tons of stuff. It's like cool sculpting, Botox, fillers. I got a vitamin B shot. Yeah, I don't know. You could just... Well, I did that in LA. I did the... um, The... What's the stuff you put the um, saline? I got the saline where like it hydrates you right before I went oh, on a plane yeah. ride. How'd that feel? Um, they said it was going to take 45 minutes. It took 18 minutes for the bag to go through me. And then they said that typically it goes that quick if you're an athlete. And I was like, well, I'm definitely not an athlete. But I think because I work out so much that my blood right. is just like flowing. So, oh, that's great. 
But I didn't really I, notice any much of a. I didn't really notice a difference. I also I got on a flight to go to Canada the next day, and I woke up at I like I got on the flight. I woke up and I I went off and I did press. So I was like, I don't even know if this thing worked. I just feel exhausted. Now, did someone tell you to do that, or did you decide to do that on your own? No, my friend Reiko uh, was like, "Oh, you should do that," and like a lot of people do it here in LA, and blah 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 blah, and this and this and that and that. So I was like, "Okay, I'll try it. I'll give it a whirl." It is. There's a lot of them in New York, and then but so I did the vitamin B shot. I'm about to say something really weird. Okay. So I've done vitamin B shots before, like. Me and art therapist did it when we were in Florida at a mall, which sounds really sketchy, but it wasn't. <laughs> in Florida, they have them in the malls. It's so, And then I've done it before, but I did it this time. And then I'm praying it's connected to this, but it has to be. It was immediately afterwards. My pee was red. Yeah, that's typical. Red. Oh, thank God. Red yeah, or red. orange? One of the two. Okay, because red is one thing, orange, like a deep, deep yellow. It's going to look orange. Like right after Not I got that. my vitamin, or I got my, because when I got my saline, I had a bunch of vitamins put in me too. And I peed and immediately it, it looked like I was pissing like radioactive pee. Okay. Oh, thank God. But it has, it's I've, been normal since, right? Uh, I think so. I haven't gone to the bathroom this morning. But yeah, right after I did it, and then I was like, I did it. I was going to a comedy show. I did a bar show and then I had a club show last night. And I noticed it at the bar show, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I didn't tell anybody until right now. Yeah, well, this is, a, this is, this is the place to come. This is the place to tell. Yeah, inside the clo- Hey, you guys are inside our closet. Yeah, you guys have problems with your piss and your, your well, ears and your zits. This is wanted, the place to come. I wanted to ask you, if you could design your dream closet, what would it be? Oh, that's like a- dream. Money is not an option. I, you know what's so funny? I've never even fantasized about a closet. That's how little of clothing I have. That oh, really? I, I, I've never fantasized. I fantasized about like a kitchen, what my kitchen would look like and the kind of walls and like how it would, you know. But a closet? No. I, right when, even as I asked that, I started picturing a closet that was so big. I was like, oh no, Emma, you just want an apartment to move into. Like yeah. I was like, I want a closet with a kitchen and a bathroom and I want a, a door. A bathroom in the closet? I just want a I just want a nice apartment. You just That's want a nice apartment. I because de- um. you can see the apartment behind me. This is my kitchen attached to my apartment, which has a tiny closet over there. So basically, your closet is the apartment you're describing right now. Your place is your place is great. Well, I watched that um, Japanese woman uh, who like um, organizes yes. homes. I forget her name. What's it? Her name? I, I, I know it in my head, but I uh, no. I, I literally so just pulled Mary out of my ass. It's not that we just. That's the Amer. It's like it's Mer. No, no, no. I'm gonna look up the. I'm gonna Google it. I can't pronounce it. If we're gonna look up right now, it's the Japanese. It's a. It's huge. People know what you're talking about. Marie Kanuko. Yeah, ja- the, how but I feel you like a that? hillbilly. You just. Well, I, I mean, it's all over the place. Everyone's watching it, but I feel like a hillbilly when I say it. Well, I Maria watched. I watched one episode, and, and I kind of fast forwarded through it because, like, when she wasn't in it, I didn't care about the family cleaning it up. Oh, she's she is so um, adorable. She's a little. She's a star. She's she, very cat. You, your eyes go right to her. And she did so. I only. I literally watched one episode, and I was like, love it. Um, but yep. she did something I really enjoyed, where she came in the house. She met everybody, she looked around, and then before she started her work, which I'm sure there's a lot of producers getting involved, she sat on the floor and, like, like greeted the home. She was like, I'm I, going I, to I, introduce myself to the home. And I was like, wow, I've never done that with my apartment, if anything. I've just come in and thrown my stuff on the <laughs> ground. That's so interesting, too, because, like, as you I, – I remember noticing that, too, and I was like, whoa. If it was anybody – if it was – She's got the right energy to pull that off. Because mm-hmm. could you imagine, like, if Me. like ninety eight percent of people, you, I actually would totally buy it. Like, if How? you came in and was like, if you came in and was like, I want to greet your home, I'd be like, sure, like, great, whatever you want. Oh, so I had speaking if, of homes, I had. Something. If it was a stranger, I'd be like, if they were like, I'm going to greet your home, I'm like, oh, if they're sexually attracted to homes. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? They deserve. They belong in a TLC channel. Um, yeah, I'd be like, I had something so strange happen to me the other day. I was. Ooh. Um, 
so ever, th- lately I've been coming home and my entire apartment smells like cigarette smoke. Just the whole apartment smells like smoke. Everything smells That's like not smoke. Good. And it's like, and for some reason it goes in my closet, speaking of closets. So I open my closet, it reeks of smoke. And I'm thinking, okay, who's smoking? Like my neighbors next to me. Da-da. So finally I figured it out. I was walking downstairs one day and I could smell the smoke and I followed <laughs> it to the person who lives right underneath me. So oh he's God. smoking. So I thought, okay. So I came. In his apartment, he's smoking? Mm-hmm. So, Motherfuckers got to go. So I was like, all right. Now, New Yorker, for those who don't understand New York neighbors, we don't speak to our neighbors. We don't talk to them. <laughs> we could live next to them for 15 years. We do not. That's the rule. That's the number one rule. Don't even make eye contact. It is. I talk to my neighbors in my current building, but we're none of us are from New York. And you got to suss them out, even to say hi. The girl to the left of me, we like made eye contact, and we were, I was like, and she's like, hi. And then we like talk with the girl. There's people to the right that, I mean, I could be like bleeding in the hallway, and like they would just step over me. Yeah, like, that's, yes, a, that's exactly even, right. If I if you were my neighbor right. and you were bleeding, I would walk right over you. Yeah, you'd be like, and go to my yeah on the like, carpet. Yeah. But anyways, so it smelled so bad the other day. I I was like, I can't take it. So I walk downstairs. I go to his door. I knock on it. Good he, for you. He opens the door and he goes, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I'm your neighbor. He's like, oh, am I being loud? I said, no, I said, I'm whispering in case he can hear me. I'm like, you've just been, my whole apartment smells like cigarette smoke. I was like, I'm sorry, but like all my clothes, everything I keep for breezing. He's like, oh my. What if you had asthma? Like, you could be fucked. But even if I don't, it's like, really? I have to smell like So he, right. he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. Just letting you know. So 10 minutes later, I get a knock on my door. I open it up. It's him. He hands me a candle, an expensive candle, and says, I'm going to quit. I have to quit anyways. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sweet of you. You didn't have to get a candle. That's so I, great. I know I had the best, best reaction possible to a New York neighbor. He better do it. Well, I've come home the past three days and it smells great. Okay, then that's fantastic. That's yeah. really, really nice. Yeah, there's no smoke. I'm like, I'm, and I'm in my apartment. I'm like, <laughs> like, right. You know, but like, there's nothing. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing. If anything, the problem is me. Now I, I still have a Christmas tree candle and it smells like Christmas trees. Right. But that's so much better. That's, yeah, that is really, really nice. Was he an attractive gay man by any chance? No, he was just a very straight. I mean, he's, he's attractive enough, but he's just straight. Yeah. Oh, well. Have you been on any dates? I've been on no dates. Mm. I've been on none. I haven't even thought about it. I've been That's pl- great. I've been playing the original Zelda, and I have been... Well, I was also in San Francisco, and then I was in uh, Halifax, Canada for a day. How'd you like Halifax? Um, I enjoyed it. It's, it's near Maine. Yeah. Ish. It's May, and it's kind of like the landscape was made. Halifax is a much bigger. Halifax is a tiny city, but it would be in Maine. That would be a big city. Really? Yeah, Maine. There's like Portland, Maine is, but Maine is so so rural. But Halifax, I thought was beautiful, probably because it reminded me of Maine. Yeah, I thought I thought it was nice. I did this show, and I met a lot of great comics, and that was that. And um, but you know what's so funny is like I was so tired. And they kept being like, oh, let's go to the after party. And I was like, Uh, no, I was like, I'm going straight to bed. I have to get on a plane the next day, go back to New York and do three shows. So after party. No, no, no. I know. It's like I'm officially old. Yeah, I mean, I remember going to this after party. That's on. I remember going to this. I remember going to an after party at some comedy festival I was doing like Bridgetown like years ago. And I was still drinking at it, but it was like. I mean, like once in a blue moon, I'll do it. But other than that, I'm like, I'm like, well, what do you want to talk about the after party? We just talk about it right here. Like, I want to know what the agenda is for. I'm like, we could talk about it here. The only reason to go to after parties if you're trying to hook up. You know what I mean? I think you and I are very similar in the sense that we're very business oriented and we don't really care right. to do anything else unless it deals with business. Right. Yeah. I'd be like, so what do you what's what what if what do you want to talk about? The and it's like, oh, we're just gonna go have fun. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, fun. I'm having fun right now. What the fuck what is it, like, fun? You know. I know. I've turned into such an old bitty. Um, I loved Sebastian Maniscalco's new stand-up special. Have you seen it? No, but everyone has it's went and seen him yesterday. Love. And so they were, you know. Every, and by, by you got to watch it. Ryan Hamilton said the best thing to me because he went, him and Gad. That's a comic in New York. Very funny as a Netflix super um, special. Funny, super funny. Nice um, guy. Him and Gad went and saw Sebastian and then we were chatting and. Gad is a famous, very famous comedian in France, and he's kind of famous over here, but in France... He's like, he's he's the biggest deal in the world. He, because the first time I saw him, I was like, who's this guy? 
like, wow, he, I'm surprised I never seen him around. And then I Googled him. And he's got like millions of followers. <laughs> and like he's he, I think he dated like the princess of Morocco. He did. He's the father yeah. of a, the, the yeah. Um, but yeah, he's great. And uh, I said Ryan Hamilton because he's like so like just nice and white and from like the West. He goes, yeah. um, Mateo. Like, yeah, he goes after the Sebastian Maniscal concert. Your people are just, they really come out in droves. And I was like, oh, Italians? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure it was Ryan surrounded by 50,000 Italians at oh, Madison Square so Garden. Oh, he's so not Italian. I was like, oh, my God. That's what it, Italians really separate themselves from the rest of the world is because when they're all together, I'm, we're just the most loud, obnoxious. We don't care those other people around us. We're screaming. We're just, oh, I just. I went to one of his concerts. Sebastian? I Yep. I went to one of his concerts when I did Just for Laughs at the festival in Montreal like years ago. He was doing um, shows there and I remember he, he had like a five o'clock show and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it's because it's so many families go to his shows. Mm-hmm. So when I went sold out, so me and my friend Will were like off to the side and it was like... It was, he, he was doing this joke about how immigrant parents always like make, you know, want you to get to work. And he was two mm-hmm. years old and he mm-hmm. went in the room and his dad was like, hey, start mm-hmm. a business. Mm-hmm. And then, but the, all the Italian, it was like all Italians in there. And there, it was like a fucking, it was, it was incredible. It was I, so fun. As Italian as I am, I don't think I can claim that, um, same audience. But, um, you know, it's so funny. Well, he is speaks my fa- a lot about being Italian. He speaks even more about being Italian. Yeah, because I don't could really do. talk about it that much. I mean, I, I right. talk about it in the sense that, well, what's really funny is that, so and I, the immigrant I, experience. I saw him he like talks a lot. Five years ago for the first time, and I sent a clip of him to my Aunt Cindy. And, mm. um, which, by the way, her, my cousin Kelly, and Megan are all coming to see you. So, um, oh, I'll get Megan and Kelly tickets then too. Well, Kelly already bought tickets. She has tickets oh, already you. bought. My aunt and uncle don't. Yeah. And then my aunt goes, oh, I want to ask Emma if she wants to go out to dinner beforehand. We'll take her out to dinner. I was like, she probably has to, like, get ready for the show and stuff. Well, Friday, that would be, an art therapist is actually going to come up, since I haven't seen her in, like, a month, is going to come to Chicago, too. But give her my cell phone. They can hang out in the green room. She can do, she can do, if she can do stage time if she wants. <laughs> I mean, whatever they want. Your Uncle Mike can get on stage and tell a story. I know, my aunt said Literally, was whatever they She's want. like, Emma's going to want an autograph from Uncle Mike. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, before, yeah, before I probably couldn't, but maybe during the day or Saturday or something. But they can like literally whatever they want. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean. I, I said that I was like, we. Were, she's like, oh, I understand, you know. But I, but w- when I showed her Sebastian Maniscalco, within a day, the family, my all my cousins, aunts and uncles, she sent him to everyone. All everyone's obsessed. Oh. They can't stop. They saw him three times in concert because I'm from the same street. Oh, Sebastian they, they've is seen from him in Chicago. Really? Yeah. So we're from the exact same part of town as each other. You have to, you know what this is a, this brings up like an interesting thing. And it's when you when you haven't seen someone that you relate to or is like you or whatever in a public forum, it's such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why for so long having like TV and film and media be like white and heterosexual and all those things is like people don't understand the power of when they are like represented in something. Right. You know, and Italians, like, our representation for a long time was like, we're either cooking or killing you. So it's nice to have I never thought else. of that. <laughs> I never thought of that. And that's because when you're, it's not your experience. Yeah. You're the privilege is like, you're like, oh, I didn't even, I never, yeah. Was what was like the big Italian, like who's like a big Italian, like, media figure well we were really big in like the 40s to the 70s with like frank sinatra and dean martin and um you know the godfather and goodfellas and joe pesci and robert de niro and like like we had our moment robert de niro's italian yeah oh my god yeah love you you ever seen him at godfather 2 he speaks he doesn't speak english the whole movie never seen the godfathers he speaks sicilian dialect but what's so funny this is my grandpa being the most Italian person on the face of the planet. When they discovered Sebastian Maniscalco, my grandpa felt so guilty. He calls me up and says, Matteo, I said, yeah, Pops, I just want to let you know that you're still my favorite Italian comedian. I don't want you to think, like, Pops, I'm not sitting here worried an inch that you are, Sebastian Maniscalco stealing my He thunder. thought you were cheating on him. <laughs> he did. That's so cute. That's so funny. I should have my grandparents his... on this show. They would be a hoot. You should. 
Your both your grandparents are still alive. Oh yeah. Well, I'd hope so if you're gonna have them on the show. Yeah, well, um, I'm gonna call heaven. Uh, right. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I so in in his first of all with his set too. It's so much of it is like the physicality, but also it's like he weaves it all together. The hour went by quick. I mm-hmm. haven't watched some. I have not. There's not one comedian where I've watched the entire hour and not like taken a break. Mm-hmm. So the hour goes by really, really quick. And but he had this. He was talking about how him and his wife are from totally different backgrounds, and he went to Soul Cycle, and he was like annoyed because like people were doing this and all these things around him were annoyed and she was like why are you always annoyed like just focus on what you're doing you don't need to look around and i'm just paraphrasing it but it kind of relates to us and he's like because because i like to be angry he's like that brings me joy anger i am happy i'm irritated and that's how i commute i'm this is me happy and i was like oh, yeah and then i told because the art therapist was always like you're so irritated you're so like why are you so angry and i say i'm so how are you doing I go, oh, i'm angry for no good reason. I'm really, I'm so lucky. I'm walking around. I'm talking. I'm breathing. I'm eating what I want generally. But I'm fucking pissed. You know? Thing, like, what the hell am I doing? What's going on? My, like, so I was, um, we were watching the Golden Globes at the cellar and just sitting there. Oh, the Golden Globes. I forgot they happened. Oh, but all the comics are just sitting there screaming at the TV. Mainly me yelling. Just yelling at the TV. And um, I realized, I'm like, oh, this is what I enjoy. I enjoy, right. this is the fuel, like, this is a comedian at its best, just being fucking angry at the fucking, for nothing, for no reason, just angry I for get, no reason. I get surprised, and it's a privilege and honor, and thank you guys for giving us the space oh, to Oh, you're be allowed to way. be angry, I mean, you don't have to say it's a privilege and honor for everything, it's fine. Well, because, like, if I was, like, working in, like, my day job, I couldn't be openly angry, you know what I mean? Plenty well, I of people was. are openly so angry in their day job, so I, I was- But openly- I was going through security in Canada, so it wasn't TSA, but when I tweeted this, I wrote TSA because I, I don't know the equivalent of can- Canadian security, what they're but called I was walking in Canada. through, and I'm always told that I look tired because I have sleepy eyes. I call them Wi-Fi. Who the fuck says that? First of all, well, one, um, the, the med spa told me that because I looked, they thought I looked tired. They said they could get fillers, and I was like, watch it. I already got enough Botox to kill a chicken, so. <laughs> but also, and I'm going to get loaded up again. Fuck you. Do they? What? Do they? Do what? Fillers what? The fillers fuck you? No, I'm saying fillers fuck you to the lady who said that to you. You don't need to get fucking oh, fillers. Oh, fuck you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was like, they do? Yeah, no, I don't even know what they are. I was like, no, no, slippery slope. No, slippery no, no, slope. slippery slope. That's what Madonna does. Yeah. Madonna now looks like Jigsaw. But um, oh. I, I was uh, going through this fucking security, and the woman at the security, she goes... Uh, I'm putting in my passport, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, um, how are you? And I go, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? And verbatim, she goes, better looking than you. You look like you just rolled out of bed. No. And without missing no. a beat, I looked at her and I said, well, that was really mean. Thanks for hurting my feelings. And then she goes, oh, I, I was just kidding. And I said, well, then you don't know how to joke because we should both be laughing. And then she was like, wow, this one's got an attitude. And what I said, What an awful thing to say. I know. And I said, No, I don't have an attitude. She, I said, I was feeling really good and you just insulted me. And then it yeah. got real quiet and everyone was like, Because she just, look, first of all, you don't know who you're dealing with in public, but secondly, don't come for a comedian because we're just so used to come well, back. Also, the thing too is, is like, I don't think she would have said that to a woman. And no, she, she probably could tell you were gay. I don't think she would have said that to a straight guy either. Yeah, I don't know what she thought, but I was because really if she said it to pissed. a straight guy, like I don't think because I've been thinking about that more because I had this a gay guy I was talking to on my on, in, in earbuds and he was yelling at me and a, a straight comedian was sitting next to me and he could hear me getting like the gay guy was like and that's why you need to figure out that you need to not do that it was someone that I work with so I was like. Okay, okay, okay. And then when I got off, the guy was like, wow, like, what was up? And I was like, oh, you know, he was just, he's just really um, flamboyant. So he was kind of yelling. And he was like, he wouldn't have yelled at a straight guy, a straight, a straight guy like that. He wouldn't have yelled at me like that. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So I couldn't, like, she definitely wouldn't have said that to a woman. A woman would fucking. Well, I don't know if she would or wouldn't have, but all I know is when, Better I, looking than you. when I came back Ooh. at her, she 
wasn't expecting it. I mean, she really was shocked. And then what she came up to me bitch. when I was finishing up and she goes like, like really quietly. She goes, well, I, I would just like to let you know that I'm really sorry. And I looked at her and I said, sure. And I walked away. And then I yeah. tweeted TSA agent and everyone made the same joke. Like, well, I'd be that pissed off. I was getting paid too. And I was like, it was in Canada, but I didn't oh. know how to say Canada security. So it wasn't really right. TSA. It was for the sake of oh, a I joke. Didn't even- right. Right, because, yeah, then it's like the, none of them are getting paid, so they're just in there, like, talking shit. Like, how are you? Better than you, motherfucker. If I were, and then you're like, okay, well, TSA needs... I'm yeah. also shocked by people and how they... Like, last night I was at the cellar and I was talking to this group of people. I was making a joke about Rachel Ray, and I, and I turned to this woman, just like as a part... I just go, oh, do you watch Rachel Ray? And her first response was, no, I don't watch TV. I have a job. And I go... Okay. Cool. Okay, bitch. Okay, like, you stupid motherfucker. So most people watch TV to tune out after a hard day of work, you fucking cunt. Eat shit and die. Who the fuck are you? And you hater ass bitch. Why take, why, why in a, pl- do, you, do you know how many like basic social interactions that you would want to tear someone down, but you don't because you're not a fucking monster. <laughs> That's that same bitch I bet that calls us anti-bisexual, you stupid fucking... <laughs> Dumb bitch. I've had so many bisexual. I give. I hate you. Why would she say that to you? Well, do you know what I said? What did you say? You are. I hate that because it's such a sensitive thing. It's like, oh, really? Really? Because I've given up every single thing to work all the time on a 100% commission job. And a big part of what I'm doing is trying to entertain your fucking ass. So take it or leave it. But don't don't tear me down in my fucking tv and it shows that you're just a really good friend like you really care about me <laughs> that's what this yeah you know the thing is is that's why yeah because at this point i would have if i had something in my hand i would have just hit her in the head i would have been like and bop well, like when she no. said it i thought it came up with a pretty good comeback she said that and everyone started going oh and then she, she started trying to back she's like i didn't mean that i didn't mean that i said i literally go I was like, bitch, you think I don't have a job? What do you think you paid the ticket for right now? You paid a ticket to watch me do my job. I'm doing right. my job. And I said, and what do you do for it? She goes, a publicist. And I said, you make an awful publicist. You're fired. I was like, most publicists have to correct these kind of situations when celebrities totally. say something like that. I was like, you goddamn. But then after a while, I was like, you know what? I would do brunch with you because I like that you came back. I like that you came at me so quickly. And then she laughed. But I would still, well, that I, was was, like, I couldn't no, that imagine was you. that being the first thing out of my mouth. Is, no, I don't watch TV. I have a job. It's like, cool. Everyone was, every, the whole room was turned on her. Well, you know, when she said that while you were on stage? Yes. Ugh. So also the other thing, what you ended up doing was her job. Like you said, oh, well, we should get brunch. Like you're doing her PR job. I was. Do- I did a great job. I insulted her, yeah. read her for filth, corrected her, embarrassed her, and then basically won her over again. Maybe to her, <laughs> maybe... Maybe since maybe because it was her answering from the audience, I think sometimes people can get really caught off guard. I know, justifiably she, so. Yes. So maybe that make I have more sympathy towards that. Of if, course. Because she didn't actually mean it, but I. But when you said it, right. when she said it, I was like, okay. But then you know, I mean, she that's tepid compared to like I've gotten men who wanted to beat me up. It's I mean, there's just so many terrible really? audience interactions. Yeah, it happened. They wanted it, to beat you up at the stand three years ago. There was these three guys from Turkey, and they. Um, they were talking about my whole set and finally they told me, oh, we don't like faggots. That was what they said. Woo! And then they stood up because I, I, of course, made fun of them. I was like, really? I'm the faggot? I was like, why are the three men, no women in sight, hanging out watching a gay guy perform on stage at one o'clock in the morning? And then they stood up and I was like, I gotta go. I was like, I knew. I was like, I ran to the back of the kitchen. I was like, because they're not going to come up there. So I got off stage. That's so scary. It is scary. It's scary, too, to get into interactions. Like, at the cellar, we have security. So, like, right. if, God forbid, I'm not really someone who goes in on people, but God forbid something should happen. Oh, yeah, there'd be security there. ex-football players who are going to walk in and beat right. the shit out of people. And right. the security guards are the best. Like, we all are friends with them and stuff. So they got our, like, even when she was interacting with me, he was already in the doorway. Like, he was right. already standing there waiting. <laughs> And I, but but she was fine. I mean, she played back and forth, and then I was like, "I love you," and she goes, "I love you too." So I mean, it was we all made it fun, right? But there's times when I'm well, like, "Well, she oh, had to." Thank God that there's fucking security here, right? Yeah, that's. Um, let's take a quick bitch. break. Oh yeah, we'll take a break. Yes, yeah, so let's. We'll gonna, get to some questions when we get back. Yes, we're gonna answer some questions. When we get back.
guys, it's Emma. I'm just checking in real quick to remind you guys about Himalaya, the app that Mateo and I are featured on, where you can subscribe to us and then coming up in the next month or so, get an episode a day early. And beyond that, it's pretty cool. It aggregates a whole other list of podcasts. It's an alternative to iTunes, which basically has a lock on everything right now. So this is giving some space to a new platform to diversify things a little bit. Super cool, user-friendly it's great. I've switched over to start using it. Of course, everything is still on iTunes, but this is an alternative and separate from everything else, 100% for free. You get episodes a day early. Pretty cool. It's Himalaya app. It's big in Asia. It's coming over to the States. Get in on the ground floor. Himalaya app. Search for Inside the Closet. Subscribe and pretty soon you'll be getting episodes one day early for free. And we're back. So <laughs> we are back. Okay, so we're gonna answer some questions that you guys have left us on our Instagram page, which is Inside the Closet Podcast. Um, and also, if you can go to our iTunes and like and subscribe, and you ask questions on our iTunes, we'll answer those questions as well. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you guys if you guys ask your question on um on the iTunes comment section, then we'll get right back to it. And that helps us out too, because the more interaction we have on anything on iTunes, then can help us get on the charts more. And if we're on the charts more, then that is extremely helpful. And then we could do the podcast yes. more and all that stuff. So yes. if you don't mind. Um, all right. So here's one of our questions from yeah. remaining Zane. Remaining Zane said, are there things in pop culture that everyone seems to be obsessed with, but you secretly think are overrated and that you have no interest in at all? Of course. I'm trying to think of something right. Let's just think momentarily. Like, what are some things happening right now that you just, I mean, also partly we're getting older. Like, we're in our 30s, so we're starting to give a shit about anything popular. At least I, for me. Right. I mean, I don't care about the Kardashians. I have never cared about the Kardashians. But is yeah, that really I appreciate that, like, them. But... Do people really, like, care about them the same way they yes. do, like, they do? They're huge. Oh, my God. They're, like, I mean, I get the appeal. I've watched a couple episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I get the appeal. I mean, um, the Kardashians, Bachelor, like, any, okay, like, those, like. Bachelor's a good one. Now, see, I would watch that with Jared Freed, a great comedian, but mm. that's the only way I'll watch it, with someone who knows what it is can take me through it because that's hate watching tv is the bachelor right. that's hate watching right yeah the bachelor uh well does everyone hate watch that i think it's a combination i think that i think that everyone's so ridiculous and so over the top that people watch it literally just to hate it i would assume right. so i can't imagine anyone watching it like oh she didn't get the rose well people i don't even know how would you go on the bachelor like is a gay bachelor Yes. See, no, no you as a straight bachelor. Could you imagine if they had you as a straight bachelor and they're like, surprise, uh, ladies. Hey, ladies. Compete. Hey, uh, so, okay, you be the woman, okay? Ready? <clears throat> so, uh, uh, I've never even seen the show. I don't even know what they do. Well, you, okay, you, but I can pretend. You're like in like a quinceanera dress. Your hair is done. We're meeting each other and we get like five minutes to have a mini date, but there's 20 other women walking around. Oh, God, that would stress me the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know what I would do. Okay. Uh, hey, what's, uh, so what's your name? Um, Emma, I'm so happy to be in The Bachelor. Uh, I'll suck your dick in private. <laughs> I'm gay. I, no, I won't. I'm gay, but I'll get someone else to do it. And we can split the money. <laughs> Does anyone ever do that? Maybe I need to watch the show. Are you secretly like a mafiosa? Like, <laughs> hey, um, my name's... <laughs> My name's Emma. Really excited to be here on The Bachelor. I'll suck your dick if you... <laughs> Every time you give me a rose, I will do something more dirty with you. Yes, totally. All right, if you're me the... Me a couple okay, friends. Let's say we're going to the lesbian bachelor, okay? Oh, God. You're, you're The Bachelor, and there's 20 women pining for your attention, okay? So we're the first day. Now, remember, there's Oh, God, I have so much social anxiety. And at the end, you have to... You can only take half with you at the end, okay? So I'm, oh, like... Oh, half is more than you get. Normally, uh, you only get... You get one. No, there's, like... You, you're, you're narrowing down from these women. So... Oh, God, our therapist would be real pissed at me if I did this. Okay, ready? All right, so okay. you're the bachelor. I'll be, I'll be a contestant. 
Um, thank you so much for being a contestant on the show. Where, where are you from? Oh, I'm so excited um, to be here. Uh, I'm from Next! <laughs> Her voice sounds too gay. Am I allowed to do that? I'm going to try to like swipe like it's Tinder. They're going to make who the, the fuck? most offensive. They go, oh, it's Mateo Lane's friend. First it's of Mateo's. All, this isn't the MTV show Next where you oh. just get off a bus and yell, <laughs> Next? That's not what this is. You have to have a conversation with them. Okay. Okay. My bad. Okay. Hey. All right. Hey, thank you so much for being a contestant on the show. Stop saying that. People don't. What do they say? What do, okay, what's like a normal conversation. Okay. Like, hi, how okay. are you? Okay, go again. Okay. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm like really good. I'm like so excited to be here. Like I can just like already feel something between us, you know? Oh, I'm so, I appreciate that. Have you done something like this before? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Bad question. Bad question. Um, I feel like maybe the bachelor has Tourette's because every time she'd say something, she'd scream <laughs> fuck afterwards. Man, that stuff is so hard. See, that's why I have a hard time with acting, too. Like, sometimes it's like all of a sudden you, like, feel the pressure and then, and, you know, it's like. Oh, it's- I went to the share show. Oh, how was it? Did yeah, I we got to do this. No, I haven't heard a thing. I went to the Share Show, the Broadway Share Show. So the Broadway Share Show is a show. It's supposed to be about Share's life, and right. they, it's not Share, obviously, but they have three different shares. So it's like past Share, middle past Share, and present Share. But the weird thing is, is all the shares interact with each other, and they all that stupid Share voice. So it just really sounds like Share is like losing it. Like she's talking to herself, like Share. She's like multiple personality syndrome. Like you shouldn't be bad to Sonny, but I love him. Screw Sonny. You're stronger than that, and I'm stronger. Wait, they're all on. That was a great impression. Wait, that they are all on stage at the same time. Yes, all with that stupid Share voice. You I'm know, confused. I remember, in, uh, first of all, I had, bra- she kept trying to, like, they kept trying to make it sound like because she had brown hair, she was so different as a kid. She was like, oh, Mom, God. I have brown hair. I feel like a half-breed. That's what she said. Literally, that's what she said. Because she sings a song called, half-breed. And then that was what? her, I'm Armenian. Is she Armenian? Yeah, she's half-Armenian. Oh, huh, interesting. I don't have blonde hair like Sleeping Beauty. So that's why I became Cher. Do they, well, why didn't they just have you do it? The whole, they should have just had you do it. They should have had drag queens do the show. But you know what's really yeah. great? Because the show itself was pretty fun. I mean, it just was crazy that Cher was just Who was like, in the audience? Was it all, was it mostly gay men? It was all gay men and women. And, um, ah, and those motherfuckers, those, someone was telling me, they go, yeah, the reason people want things that appeal to women and the most, first and foremost, as a consumer block, is they said, they go, women control date night. I said, that's very interesting. And true. Because, well, either A, it's like the woman's like, I want to go on a date. And then you're like, okay. And then you have to come up with a date. Or B, they're like, I want to go see this. And, like, you want to keep them happy. So then, yes, I know I sound like a fucking monster right now. But, like, yeah, it's totally true. Like, I was, when I was, when I opened up for, um, it just said you stopped recording. Did you mean to do that? Yeah, because I just realized we're, we're going way, way too long. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, they. That's who controls. That's who controls date night. Like s- historically, sex asleep, or who knows, whatever the fuck reason. But that's like the consumer block. Like someone was like, "We want a Chelsea Lately credit over like a Comedy Central half hour credit because Chelsea Lately, it's like women people watch see, it. women see that and then they go out and well, buy tickets." What was so funny about the show is I went with Val from the cellar and we were just laughing the whole time because it was just it was so over the top. But at one point, the, and the, the acting was just like I mean they were just blowing through Cher's life. At one point, Cher and Sonny were having an argument and Sonny said something so mundane. He said to Cher, he goes, uh, Cher, if you leave me, America's gonna hate you. The woman behind me literally goes, oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then at the very end, oh, and the best part about it was that I Instagram that we were there. In the intermission, I turned my phone back on and one of the dancers messages me and he, he goes, 
um, oh, hey, I'm, I'm one of the dancers in the show. Come backstage. So Val- Oh, that's, that's so fun. It was so fun. We got to go backstage. He was so that's nice. That's so fun. I think his name was Charlie Williams. He was the best. So everyone should Shout follow him Shout out to Charlie Instagram. Williams. And uh, he... Um, so they have dancers on stage with Cher, like, dancing in the background? Right. Like, you know, just dancers. Broadway dancers. You're, like, always doing mm. the dancing stuff. But he got, we got to see all the Bob Mackie gowns. And then Bob Mackie was there. We got to meet Bob Mackie. Who's Bob Mackie? He is a very famous, famous, famous designer. And he designed oh, cool. all of Cher's dresses and Carol Burnett's stuff. Like, he's legendary. That's awesome that he was there, too. Yeah, he was there. I mean, it was, it was pretty amazing. But the That's sh- so fun. Oh, so we have more questions. Ready? Yes. Oh, yeah, so we hope that. And also, Zane, let us know... Uh, I wonder if that's Zane who I went to summer school with. But uh, let us know if you've got some stuff. Yeah, what do you guys think are the most overrated things in pop culture? I do not think the Kart... Well, the Kardashians are hard to say are overrated. I mean, they put well, they in, like, so fucking money. work. They, they, yeah, they right. can't so be it's, overrated. They just they make all right. the money in the world, so it's hard right. to... Right, they do the damn thing. Yeah. Honestly, good for them and their hustle. So right. um, someone says, is there such thing as a true verse... Uh, are, are all just bottoms in disguise? This is a pressing issue, and clearly you two have the only professional opinion that matters. So, do you think it's possible for someone to be absolutely 100% verse, or do you think that they're just bottoms and they say they're verse? I, I think that, that clearly a bottom wrote that. I think that whenever whatever whatever you are, you think that there's no way other people can't be that, too. I mean, yeah, I think that there's definitely some people that are more versatile. I think that people kind of lean one way or the other, but I think that people, like, if they, like, open their mind up to it, can be, I think people can be versatile, but I do think that they, you, even, like, the spectrum of sexuality, like, even if someone's, like, I'm bisexual, usually they lean, like, they're, like, but I usually am prefer, you know, one or the other, a little tiny bit. I think I, by the way, that question came from Tyler Kim. Uh, I agree with you. I think that, um, I think that people could be, I think people lean one way or more to the other. It's an energy thing. But I was in a relationship, my first relationship. Um, we were both, we would both switch off. And that's great. Yeah. And I think he, that's per- fun. I, I think, think that's fun. Yeah. I think he preferred to top, but he, there were times he enjoyed. Like, I think it was, I, I really respect that. I'm trying to think now too. Like, I yeah, respect that. The, I think that that's, I've been with guys who are verse. I think there's definitely verse. I, I definitely think, it's just dependent on the energy. So, like, what what is it like with you and this other person, and who? It's a, it's a you can just feel you can just feel it. Um, totally. But then sometimes you're surprised. Sometimes you get like this big buff like yeah like guy, and then he's like give it to me, and you're like oh there's I'm not gonna <laughs> there's no way I can. I That's can't. so funny. That's so interesting because mm-hmm. like, yeah, you really never, there was this guy I went to school with that was like super stereotypical twinky, twink looking and him and I were friends like all through when I went to grad school. So I was friends with him for like two years and t- like the most stereotypical looking twink. And then he said once he was like, he was like, oh, I'm a top. Like I, you know, I'm totally a top. And I was like, oh, I had, I, I am shocked by that. Yeah. I have a friend who's like super to tall read. and skinny and very dainty and uh, like if a just a, a breeze went by, he'd fly up into the wind with it. And uh, I thought all this time it was a bottom. And he was like, no, I'm a top. I'm like, OK, really? see, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I, I was judging based off of. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. That's so that is really. But I mean, I can see why people say like, I don't know if there's like gen, the population, there's more bottoms or more tops. It seems like. There's more people that are bottoms, but I don't know. I mean, I always say it sounds like there's more tops, but then there's always this. Really? There's always memes in New York where it's like uh, a thousand bottoms looking for a top and no one's a top and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, really? I'm like, there's that many bottoms. I've had like no problem finding a top in my past years of dating. Well, because I mean, yeah, because they like there was. I, I've had friends where they, I remember I had this one friend and she was dating this girl and she was like, I thought she was toppy, but then like one month into the relationship, she was like a total bottom. It was like, she couldn't keep the facade going. And she was like, I feel like I got hoodwinked. <laughs> and then they dated another like nine months. I mean, I think that, you know, it just goes into like how dating is hard too, but there's gotta be like tons of gay guy tops. I watch porn. There's tons of them. Yeah. There's no, always out there. Fuck They're it. definitely there. I just think, uh, 
I don't know. I think that's hard. By the way, before we go, I was on the um, Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Very fun. I opened for them in um, L.A. They're so, so They're much so fun. cute. You guys, if you yeah. get a chance, listen to their podcast. And their fans yep. are the nicest people on the yep. face of the planet. Yeah, they, when I opened for them, that's actually what made me be like, because it's, it's like, was like sold out all women, maybe a boyfriend, maybe a gay guy like around. But the club owner, I, I was like, do you guys do a lot of podcasts? And he was like, well, when it's, especially if it's a woman themed, everything is so fucking gendered. He was like, especially if it's a woman themed podcast, he's like, because women, that's who told me, he's like, women come out. Mm-hmm. He was like, they will, he's like, if it's a, you know, but but then Joe Rogan's podcast is more. I know it's, it, that's a huge, I don't think it matters. Mark like, Maron's mixed. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's whoever feels like they're like mobilizing, like around their friends. That's who comes out. Um, I today, as we're wrapping up, I'm going to go meet some managers today. Uh, and I told Mateo this. I, well, I get so, I'm meeting managers today, but my stress level just shot through the roof because I got an audition way, and quick, it makes me want to cry. Before you pick. Oh, I'm not picking anyone for, no, I'm so, I have I'm, no. But I'm just saying before you do, please call me and let's go through each one and talk. Yeah. And I'm not, so basically the, when, so I know we've talked a little bit about managers before, but it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's a very close relationship. So if it's someone that you've worked with a long time, that's the ideal situation. When you, when you get someone new after you've been doing the career for a while, it's like, all of a sudden, you're you're hiring someone. You're giving them the reins because your manager talks to all your agents, so people you've worked really hard to establish a relationship with. You're basically handing someone else over your book of business. I mean, I didn't end up doing that with my last one because he didn't do that. But right. it's which is why I'm looking for a new one. But it's it's a very personal thing, and I'm totally not in a rush, especially because I'm about to do um, a lot of colleges. And the only reason you do colleges is to get paid from them, I'm not going to be standing on a cafeteria table in fucking Arkansas telling jokes, competing with the fry later, and then giving someone 10% of that if they're not, like, really helping me out, you know? Our lives are so fucked up. Um, yeah. All right, so <laughs> before we go, I want to say, if you're in New York City um, or know anyone in New York, Janu- February 5th, I'm at Joe's Pub doing my Streisand show. <laughs> Great venue. Sing and I do comedy. It's a whole production of me singing. Fun, fun, fun. So please come. Tickets are on sale. You I've already I tweeted it, so just go to my Twitter. February fifth. February fifth, Joe's Pub. Do, would that be a good venue for us to do a live podcast at? Yes, it would be. But it's expensive. I Oh, is no, it? No, 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 no. Not expensive for the people going there, but I think like Yeah, it would be a good venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make you pay them up front. I don't know. I don't know why I brought in like the money part of that, but please come well, see well, my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when this comes out, when you guys are listening to this, I'll be in Chicago at Zany's Comedy Club, and Aunt Cindy and Uncle Mike will be there Friday. Yes. So if you see an Irishman next to a Mexican woman, that is my aunt and uncle. Oh, he'll be on stage with me. Don't even worry about it. And so uh, they'll, yeah, they'll, they're so excited to come. And oh, good. My cousin Megan and Kelly are coming too. I'm sure. Oh, great! I've got a couple new jokes. So just like Sebastian Mascalco, 400 members will show up. And go watch that special. It is so fucking funny. And it's inspiring, too, because if you go back and look at, he did a documentary years ago, and he was the least famous of the comedians, and it was all these other comedians. Most of those other comedians on that special, besides Vince Vaughn, they're just kind of doing the same thing. And then he was, he just, look at him now, you know. Good for him. Good for my... My Italian people, who's from the same part of Chicago I'm from. It's a good part. Thank you guys very much. Bye, guys. Bye.